Hey there, lovelies. Welcome to my podcast, Love, Hope, and Fluffy Stuff. It's your girl, Alyssa. I want to jump right in and say that this podcast is a a safe haven for my fellow fatties, a place where you can unwind and be your authentic self. This is a space that promotes kindness, respect, and love. And we try to show empathy and compassion. I am by no means perfect. None of us are. We are all flawed. But I have the same rights as you to love mine. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about being consistent. I saw a quote yesterday that said, you want to be comfortable or you want to grow because you can't do both. And at first I thought, man, that's kind of harsh. Um, but then I thought about it some more. And I thought about my life and how being comfortable has never succeeded in furthering me on my path. I feel like I've kind of just been in the same patch of grass um, my whole life. You know, like I go look at the grass on the other side and it looks better, but it never is. And I still end up being in that same patch. Anytime I've achieved something, I had to experience growing pains. Um, I think about college and how, you know, you get that degree, but you, have student debt, Um, you have sleepless nights because you're pulling all-nighters, you are pushing yourself to be creative and get the grades that you want to get a degree um, and something that you love, hopefully, but you grow in that process. Um, And I had to step outside of my comfort zone, going to school on campus with thousands of other kids, something that is intimidating for me because I am introverted. I like being in my own little corner. Made me think of Cinderella, the Brandy version. Uh, Yeah, so everything we desire in life is right outside our comfort zone. Convincing ourselves to move isn't going to happen overnight. It's going to take everything we've got. Growth, it's ugly and messy, but it's necessary. And healing is the same way. The thing that separates us from successfully getting to our best selves is either giving up or being consistent. Self-love is a lifetime commitment. It has to be. If you spent your entire life hating yourself, like self-love has to be your commitment for your life. Because hating yourself at this point is no longer a bad habit. It's become a lifestyle. And so it's going to take more than 21 days or juice cleanse to fix that, 
to resolve all the things that you've been keeping aside your existence. So the change will have to be literally life-changing. I'm going to have to actively work on it for the rest of my life. And you will too whenever you decide to take that step. Or if you've already taken that step, you know the commitment to self-love is, is necessary to keep from reverting back to self-hate. And you have to make a conscious effort to tear down anything that doesn't encourage practicing self-love. And for me, the very first thing was I had to tear down skinny Alyssa because I've battled with her my whole life. The image that I have had to be, I have had portrayed in my mind my whole life is fictional. Not that being skinny or healthy isn't attainable. It's me thinking being skinny is going to unlock a key in my life and solve all my problems. That being skinny is going to fix what's broken and make me happy. That being skinny is going to make my life better. Despite me knowing that it's not, these thoughts have been ingrained into my head because that's, that's how society makes it seem like skinny folks are living their best lives and they get the guys and they get the money. Like it, it's just how that image is presented to us. And so getting access to skinny Alyssa was all I cared about. They were, that picture, that image, it was my song and dance for most of my life. And I know that it's not realistic. And the best way to change that and come to grips with it is I have to change my mindset from negative to positive. And it's not, it's not going to be a quick fix. Quick fix. It's something that I will have to do on a daily basis. Something that you will have to do on a daily basis. We wake up each day and feed ourselves goodness, positive affirmations. And it must be done before we consume anything else, be it social media, food, the actual media, your spouse, your kids, family, etc. The time of building up sets the tone for the rest of your day. When you get in that mirror, you put on your motivational music, your motiva uh, your motivational speeches, you say your mantras to yourself, it sets your day up. It lets your sad bitch know who is running the show, who is in the driver's seat for the day. If not, she's going to try and rear her ugly head. All it takes is one opportunity for her to take over again. All right, I'll give you an example. So for the past two months, I've been working on my mental health. Um, 
because mental health, physical health, spiritual health, they all coexist together. You got to work on all of them at the same time. And I've come a long way. Remove people from my life that serve no purpose, people who cannot respect boundaries, and just removing negative vibes, even on my socials, or so I thought. Um, but I forgot about Instagram. I don't really go on there that much. And it's mostly reserved for like chatting with my friends. Like I, And now that I'm not doing my fat talks on there, I really just stay off. I don't even know how I ended up on there this week, but I did. And instead of hopping off, I started scrolling. I was on there for hours watching people live their lives uh, and it made me jealous. And from jealousy, it moved to being envious, being sad. I saw these two girls, twin girls promoting a book that they wrote. And it brought up, it brought out envious Alyssa and hateful Harvey. I started thinking about how I wanted that to be me and how I must be a failure if a child could get a book published, but I can't. Then I thought, why would I be given this gift if I wasn't going to be able to use it? And it just made me so sad to think about that. As if me turning 30 means my life is over. No. So I spoke with my Bible teacher about it. And we all like to say that it didn't happen because it wasn't in God's timing or he has something better for you. And those are the things we tell ourselves to make us feel better. And of course, like that's true in some cases. But what she told me is, what if you aren't using your gift in the way he intended? That blew my mind. Because it just, it just resonated with me. I'm trying to make my gift work for me and to have it provide the type of life I desire but if I don't, if it doesn't align with my destiny, I'm just running into a brick wall. And for the first time in my life, someone gave me a different resolution for my midlife crisis, what I call it. So I know what I have to do going forward. I'm realizing that self-deprecation is an addiction. We get accustomed to hating ourselves. It drives us and we and when we are unable to allow the sad bitch free reign, she throws a fit. So we must fight that compulsive behavior. We do this by being consistent, making your mental health a priority. It has to be because when it's not, other things get set aside. Your self-esteem, your self-worth, self-love, and your relationship with others and food. You start to get more dependent 
on your soothing, your coping mechanisms to solve your problems. And you start pushing people away again because you're embarrassed for succumbing to the sad bitch. But that is just another one of her tools, forcing you to ostracize yourself so that you have no one. Being consistent sets the groundwork to it becoming routine. For these thoughts of self-love to become muscle memory. Therefore, every time you have a moment of negativity, you can snatch it and throw away. And she doesn't have the room to come in and disrupt your life. And you'll always be in the driver's seat. I won't lie and say being consistent is easy because it's not. Nothing worth having is. Life is going to happen. Things are going to get in the way that make you slack off. I've been there numerous times. It's the one thing about life that is guaranteed. And it's what's held me back in the past which is why I am making the effort to build better practices. Get you a team of people that are going to be in your corner, that have been where you've been, or they are strong and resilient, and they're going to lift you and build you up. And you can do the same thing for each other. Because sometimes you may slip or stumble, and they can help you up, or they slip and stumble, and you're at a point in your life where you can say, no, get up. Let's get up together. You straighten somebody else's crown. Surround yourself with positivity. Unfollow people who make you question your worth. Unfollow people who make you jealous or envious of the life they're leading. Because most times it's a mirage anyway. Remove people from your life that are keeping you from being consistent. You know who they are. Auntie so-and-so, Nana, who has the nicest way of telling you that you're fat. Oh, so you're getting seconds? No, don't fix me a plate with all the food that you be putting on your plate because I'll be eating like you do. Oh, that's a, that's a lot of food. Mm. And boyfriend or girlfriend, no job. Mm. They have a way of showing up and destroying all the hard work you've done up to then. Not anymore. Let them go. Help them pack if need be. They aren't adding to your life, so that means it's time to subtract them. I'm not the best at math, but I know that if two and two ain't making four, something is not right. So you're going to have to take something away or add something to your life. Add positivity, love is going to help you grow, it's going to change your mindset, and it's going to put people in your path 
that are going to build you up instead of tear you down. It's going to set you on the path to your destiny. Before I peace out, I want to encourage you to do something the next time negativity comes knocking. Close your eyes and count backwards from five. Five, four, three, two, one. Take three deep breaths in through the mouth, out through your nose. In through your mouth, out through your nose. In through your mouth, and out through your nose. Listen to your breathing and then visualize that negative thought. Picture yourself writing it down, balling it up and throwing it away. Picture yourself setting it on fire if that's your type of thing. Then picture yourself letting it go and being free of it. Free like a bird flying in the clouds with the wind beneath you and that is it. You're carefree. Next picture, the person you want to be, which is more than likely the exact opposite of whatever that negative thought was. Picture the very birth, the very best version of yourself. The one that you secretly wish for when no one else is awake. The one that causes you to work those three jobs and go without eating so that your kids can. Picture that person. Talk to her or him. Find her courage, her strength or his courage, his strength, and start exuding it in your present. You are enough, lovely. You just are.